Hello! What up? Welcome back to another episode of my Inside Voice podcast. It's me. Um, how are you? I'm okay. I feel great. Uh, it's weird to say after the week that I had last week and um, weekend. I did not feel great last week. I felt, um, you know, like shit and I talked about it. Uh, I found my why. I kind of understand why I was feeling that way. And I understand all the little triggers that was that were sort of setting me off and the red flags that I wasn't paying attention to and the toxicity that I was falling through on. Um, and I understand that I get caught up in the whole validation game where, you know, I say something and I automatically need a vibe check, a feedback, um, a frequency check to understand that I'm on the right path, to know that I'm on the right path. And that vibe check doesn't come from, it's not enough that it comes from me. It's not enough that it comes from, you know, like the universe or something that actually matters. It needs to come from like idiots, like humans. And for me, validation has always been, uh, scarce ever since I was a little kid. I never got the validation that I needed for being who I am until I twisted and turned into something that didn't feel good. And then I got validation and then it didn't last and I got fired or I, I stopped being that person and then the validation would just go away. So I was always in an inner conflict between um, being the person that, you know, people want me to be and then being the person that I want to be and then being, being the person that I am. So that was always um, a problem. That was always an issue. And I never really understood why um, I kept failing, so to speak, quote unquote, failing at being something that people could like. And um, I am a natural leader. I am a natural empath. I, um, I feel things out and I do things that um, are, are I, now, I do things that are good for me, that not only are good for me, but things that I need and that actually contribute to why the fuck I'm here. So, um, like, the validation I don't give a fuck about. It doesn't matter to me whether white people like me or not. It doesn't matter to me whether, you know, that shit flies or not. I just have to be who I am. And naturally that will work. Naturally that will find its place. And uh, there's two cards in the tarot deck that really indicate the type of person that I am and it's the tower and it's the fool the tower is a scorpionic card that um, I forget if I talked about this or not I don't fucking remember and um, I've done so many episodes it's crazy there's there's I look back at the catalog and I'm just like wow like I've done so much 
and I've spoken about so fucking much. It's crazy, but it's it's necessary, right? I tried to listen. Honestly, I'm just this is just gonna be a whatever episode. I listened to. Um, I tried to listen to um, a podcast yesterday from two guys that I used to listen to, like maybe like ten years ago when I was dating my ex. And not the one in Vancouver, but the one I cheated on. And, um, well, anyways, um, I can't listen to them anymore. It, it's just like, like when they were talking, I was just like, shut the fuck up. Like, you're so entitled. The main guy, he, uh, like preys on on little girls like I've seen him like Instagram pictures of like 18 year olds 17 year olds like um it's so like and like multiple pictures I don't know if he's ever he's ever commented but um yeah it's like really weird the the um the old man complex I don't even know if that's real but like the old man complex that he has and like how um he's completely whitewashed in a lot of ways but how they see uncle he is when I say they see uncle I mean like a brown Indian uncle that has all the creepy tendencies um and like probably has done a lot of shit uh so he has those tendencies right and that's one of the hosts and so listening to him is like nails on a chalkboard kind of thing like he he has no business like talking about and it's funny because their last episode was like in February or whatever but he has like no business talking about it's it's so funny um that he talks about like issues and um he tries to he's like gigantic hipster and he tries to like go against the grain and he he's diaspora right so he tries to like really get in touch with his culture and stuff like that and he ha- he actually has like a pretty dope clothing line um but I don't know just when he talks I can't listen I know too much my sister went to university with him and he was just like this like loser and then his co-host not loser, like, you know, everybody made fun of him, we got bullied, he was just, like, that guy, like, you just cut, like, for me, like, I would stay away from, uh, he, he's just fake intellect, like, not, he's into, like, girls that are super, um, you know, those fucking bitches that wear, like, high-waisted skirts and, like, weird haircuts and bangs, like, like, those bitches, you know, like, um, that like wear the Harry Potter glasses by the way Harry Potter is trash I hate Harry Potter I've never read a book I've never watched a movie I watched maybe like the half of like the first movie ever I'm like what the fuck is this shit it, it's just so like dumb I'm if I had to pick Lord of the Rings every day you know like it's it's like a journey it's a quest it's like way I I find it like way more interesting I've watched all Lord of the Rings so like in theaters so I like it I actually might watch it again I might re-watch it anyways um so that's that guy and then his 
host, his co-host, I actually went on a couple dates with um, back in the day. And he was in love with me. He's married now. And um, I just stopped talking to him because I was just like, nah, I don't really care about you. I left, like, I was working at a place at that time and I left, like, my shirt in his car because I changed out of my uniform and, like, whatever. And wore, like, nice human clothes. And um, he's just, like, the biggest wannabe the biggest like poser the big they're they both are but he's just like that that squirrely like yes that guy was running and I love it that squirrely like best friend that's always like can I do this too can I do this too can you take me here too can you do this can I do this too can I be here too can I talk too when can I talk when's my turn okay I'll wait like that type of guy just these guys together is just it's I'm just like, yo, like, just one of them is really tall. The other one is super short. Like, it's just like, that's so funny because that describes another podcast with two brown guys that are also of the same dynamic that they think that they're so like, oh, they're so like, like, it's just so not genuine. That's what it comes off as. It's not genuine. It just, they're playing parts. It's just another audition. For them, it's another role to fit in with. Uh, they don't like. They're they're all like, do take pictures of me and like, oh, I'm so low key and I hate like getting credit and like people that talk about me are just like I can't take it like blah 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 and I'm just like oh god like, it just. I just wonder if I'm the only one that thinks this, but whatever. Anyways, so, um, I forgot the point of this. (laughs) I guess I was just, um, I was talking about tarot before. I don't know. I, I just don't subscribe to like the first generation. Uh, I don't feel like they're truthful in their experiences. They're hopping on a bandwagon that, that really, um, is super trendy right now uh, to be proud of your culture to be uh, a little bit too into it and create art and uh, to create around that narrative um, and it's the the podcast that I was talking about earlier with those two guys that I've been listening to for a long time they sort of um, they got on that bandwagon I guess earlier than most, but, um, it's still like when they talk, I can't, I I can't listen. And honestly, I think also it's because they're Brown guys, Brown men. I don't like the, their tone, their, um, the, the way they come off. It just, it's so fucked up to me. It doesn't make any sense. It it just um, it's not smart to me. I don't intellectualize it at all. It's not something that I'm just gonna be like, oh my god, you're so hot. Like you're so smart. I you're not. You're using uh, multi-syllable words that mean nothing. It the way that you're talking, it doesn't like say anything to me 
you're not saying anything to me. Maybe I'm just not the audience, but I see too much. They appeal, and I know all of these guys, they appeal to like 18, 19 year old girls. Um, And that's the market that they want because they want to date those girls. They want to fuck those girls. And I, why do I know this? Because I've seen too much. Um, I've seen them not only online, but in real life hit on girls like, oh, these guys are in their thirties, by the way, like late twenties to mid thirties. So they're not of that. They, They come off. They're very smart, maybe to 18, 19 year old girls for sure. And I was thinking about age, right? I was thinking about like, what, what is this guy doing? I was thinking about age and I was thinking about how that plays a part in a lot of, um, just how men and women are. And I think in my opinion, um, I'm older. I don't appeal to any of the men that are in my age group. I either need, I either attract like 19 year olds or like 45 year olds. Anybody like in my age group, like 30 and above, 30 to like 35, they want, and and this isn't just me like ragging on me, right? It's me like really talking that shit um, from experience. And um, they, they, um, they want girls that are 18, 19 year olds. First, because they, they like those type of girls appeal to them. Um, you know, that youth, that whatever it is, whatever is attractive, that Lolita complex, whatever that is, you know, like that empty canvas sort of deal. I can mold you into whatever I want sort of deal. I can groom you into whatever I want sort of deal. That's fucked up. Let's talk about that. Um, Their dads do the same. Like their dads, 60-year-old dads hit on, look at, are attracted to, get boners from these type of girls, these young girls, um, younger than them. And... Um, so they kind of follow suit in that pedophilic sort of way. And it is alarming and it will never get old. That will never be normalized for me. I see it all the time. I see men that like don't even talk to me. And I, I, like, I don't want to talk to men. I don't talk to men. I think they're garbage. And that's just not me. That's not me hating on men. That's just me knowing my worth. <laughs> Fuck. I don't know. That's just, that's just what it is, right? And um, so they, I, so I see this. And they prey on these girls. I have no other way of... Um, of talking about it. I have no other way of um, 
really saying it. It's praying, it's grooming, it's wanting to groom, right? Wanting to take these like 18-year-old girls, 19-year-old girls. My cousin is a is a victim of it too. She doesn't know, but she is. Um, I get so many messages from older men that I know about her and it's just so gross. Sorry, I know I love you. She listens to these episodes, but it, like I need her to know. And, um, and I'm, I'm going to backtrack. I'm not going to say that they don't hit on me or whatever it is, what it is. Like I, I get that. Um, but I think, uh, I don't know. I know too much and they know I know too much and they can't really be that guy with me they have to elevate to something real they have to be real and elevate to something real so that isn't what men want to do they want to come off as a certain way because they're better at faking it than women are and I think and so they are able to be their best selves, a.k.a. the guy that they always wanted to be but never could because they're losers. And um, they're able to be that with younger girls because younger girls look at them and say, wow, like you're so this, you're so that. I, I feel like most of their accomplishments is to appeal to that younger girl that doesn't know any better, that hasn't hit her Saturn return at all, that has that barely has even hit her 20s, that just wants to, um, uh, that is just looking for somebody to look up to, that has daddy issues, that has, um, you know, problems within herself. And he looks for that guy, that girl. Um, they look for that and we always I always say you know men are dumb and all of that stuff but they're attracted to their radar for that type of girl all of them do maybe not the younger guys but definitely guys in my age group in their 30s that are single and even not single um, that are kind of of that low vibe low frequency they look for younger girls they love it they love I was um I I was listening to a friend's recap of a birthday party that she went to and all the older guys that were invited there were hitting on the birthday girl's best friends. She was turning 23 or something like that. And the older guys were like in their late 20s and 30s. And they were like trying to talk to the younger girls. And it was just, I was listening to the recaps and I was just like, (laughs) This doesn't surprise me, but it was, it's just like, you're so gross. Like, please seek help. You need therapy. Why do you think that's okay? You're literally just, you're, you're trying to appeal to these girls and it's scary to me. You know, I come off as very, like, motherly right now and all of that. Well, that's true. But it's like, girls don't know. Some girls don't know. And some girls just want to be loved. 
and some girls just see that person as protection as an older man that will protect them and it's 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 disgusting it's um ugh. how did this episode become this i don't know but it's just something that i've been thinking about observing experiencing for years and um not understanding why that is I still don't I get it I get it um but a man's um urge to want to control and overpower and spread his seed in a way that he doesn't have to do much he just can be in the zone of the grossest version of himself but come off as somewhat elevated to somebody that doesn't know any better is just it's age old and maybe I was talking to my mom yesterday I'm like maybe that's why like Maybe it's my age. Maybe it's my um, maturity level. Maybe it's my I know too much level. Like I know men that I've talked to and have, um, you know, I haven't continued to talk to. And in the back of my mind, I'm just like, I wonder if it's because they're idiots and they know or they're smart and they know that like like that a guy I know I've talked about this before a guy was like one guy told me he's like I want a girl that is like super jealous and is like very possessive and wants to just like tear off another girl's head if she looks at me I'm just like so you want like toxicity you want like poison in your relationship you don't want a relationship you just want that like as much as women get flack for wanting a fantasy men have that too Men have that fantasy where they, you know, they, whatever their fantasy is. And I was just like, I can't talk to somebody with like half a brain right now. And I feel like Joe Rogan is the same way. He's very like primal brain, kind of elevated, but has the same traditional, um, outdated, stupid ass thoughts. And these men, um, all like, it's a reflection of that populate of of that that type of man and when I was talking to this guy I was like so and I told him I'm like so you want toxicity you want poison you want her to be a, a nutcase and he's like well yeah I want her to be a little crazy I'm like do you know what it takes to be in that mind state do you know what it takes do you know the the integrity that you have to not have Do you know the insecurities that you have to fucking drown in? Do you know the triggers? Do you know the suicide rates? Do you know the... uh, Do you know anything? uh, What that entails? Do you know what type of girl? How she grew up? If she has those traits and is publicly showing them and gets sort of in that... um, It's not. It's romanticized. But it's, she needs help. If she's like that, she needs help. That's not fun. That's not cute. That's not 
hot. That's you're mentally ill and you need to seek help. And if you like that, you should probably seek help too. And I didn't say that, but I was just like, why is that like something, you know? And I was watching like a YouTube video and it was these two little, this couple and they were so young and she's like, you know, what's mine is mine. And like, I will, I will like fight a bitch if she looks at him and blah, blah. And I'm just like, you're literally 21. What are you doing? And, you know, I don't blame her because that's the culture that she grew up in. That's her society that she, that feeds her. Like, you need to be this way. You need to, like, possess. You need to obsess. And you need to, and then there's pop astrology. Oh, if you're a Scorpio, then that's, like, what you do. No, that's not what you do. And an elevated Scorpio, if we're going to go that route, will tell you. That's not what I want to be. That takes work. That takes um, throwing away who you are as a woman and as um, a person that wants to leave a mark in the world. You're throwing that away to appease a man's ego if he's into that. And it's like you think you're being, you know, uh, fiery and uh, you have attitude and sass or whatever the fuck the rhetoric they feed you, but you're actually just being a nutcase and you're dumbing yourself down for a man's ego. And girls don't know that, you know, early on in their Um, I used to be like that. I used to like fly off the handle and just really be jealous and crazy. And, um, and now it's just like, I couldn't care less if like, you're not worth anything to me. If that is the route you want to go to, what value do you bring to me? Nothing. And that's why I feel like it's going to take a lot for me to, um, It's going to take a lot for me to be with somebody. Um, I don't have, I can't, I'm a, I'm a kid in terms of my curiosity, in terms of what I, um, who I am and, uh, how I see life. I'm very childish, but in terms of my integrity and self-respect, there's, I don't compromise that for anybody or for anything. I don't, I don't cut slack for that. If you're, I don't, I don't bend for that. If you're going to treat me in a way that is in any way going to stroke your ego instead of give to your higher self and my higher self and therefore us, I don't have time for that. You do not get a seat at my table. Come correct or continue to be a disgusting Lolita complex, old man complex sort of dude. Like that's your bag. You can go somewhere else with that. But at the same time, like fuck you. Stop 
diseasing other people with your sense of entitlement and overinflated sense of self. That's what that is, right? Like you, uh, but, but, but it, it's rooted in fear and insecurity because, you know, men that are, that are like, I like a challenge. What does that mean? They want, in, in my mind, and the, it depends on the man that's saying it, but they want an equal. They want a partner, not a daughter, not a baby. They want an equal. They want somebody that's able to bring to the table what they bring to the table because they bring so much. And it doesn't make sense for somebody to not bring enough. But it also depends on what you want somebody to bring to the table too, right? Like, what do you want? Do you want somebody to bring nothing to the table so you can just provide everything? It's a sense of control as well. It's a sense of over, it's a sense of power as well. Those men are super dangerous and um, really don't make any sense um, in this day and age. You, you want to, you know, I don't know what I'm trying to say here, but it's, I guess it's just kind of like, It's interesting, to say the least. And um, I look to destroy all that. I look to um, be a champion for and a warrior for uh, breaking down all of this, right? Breaking down all of this, at least for awareness, at least so you know, at least to not give men this, this fake sense of, security right they they've been hiding under the veil of i can do whatever the fuck i want everybody and anything uh is my hamster on a wheel that i can you know sort of control and overpower those days are done in terms of what how how that fits into society in my mind um you know, you're always going to get, I, but I don't even want to say that you're always going to get those creepy men. Why? Why do they get a pass? Because what? Men will be men. Boys will be boys. Because what? It just is what it is. Why? Why can't we break that down? Why can't we see that that is so problematic? I'm getting all my, you know, feminist soapbox here I'm in my feminist bag right now but um men that have this obsession with that like I'm gonna call it Lolita complex men that has this have this obsession with like anime and and women looking like little girls and and it's it's that sense of control right even the type of porn that they watch it's just like little girl porn these grown-ass women and actually no these little girls you know, that's not a choice that they made. They were definitely coerced. They were definitely cherry-picked based on, you know, their economics, socioeconomic um, status, based on their mental issues, based on their lack of everything. They were definitely coerced into doing these films, into being in this industry in a way that made it seem attractive. 
um, for whatever reason, and you have these little girls partaking in these fucked up situations and giving these men these fantasies and also this thinking that, oh, it could be real. And that's where, you know, these books that are written, these... um, the R. Kelly thing, like, like these things that that just, uh, and, and these artists that come out, Ariana Grande, Madison Beer, like all these dumb bitches that come out and are marketed as this little girl and these men that just eat it the fuck up. Right. And, and the people that are marketing these girls are these grown ass men and these oh it's just all so fucked and it just it irks me and and I look to destroy that in my way I look to really uncover that unveil that like why why is it that you get to run this narrative right why is it that that that's something that is a thing in society why is that a storyline that that gets to be played out and not discussed more it's disturbing to me and so fucking weird i had a phase where i got caught up in being this like little kid Right, And I felt like I wanted to be this little kid for in, in, in a relationship. And I knew friends that would act like a little kid. My best friend in university and a little bit beyond, she was like a little kid for this guy. And this guy loved it. Right? And they weren't very far in age. It was just her demeanor. It was her attitude. It was the way that she would just approach life. It was so sheltered and so childish. She had never been through anything in her life. And this guy was just like following her around and and just loved and and loved that she was so innocent in a way, Um, but also not because she cheated on him like all the time. But... It was, it was just like that whole dynamic of like, like father, right? He could play father. Why do guys like being called daddy? Like why, 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 why? It's that whole, you know, I own you. You're under my roof. This is, you are mine. I am, you are my possession. I can do whatever I want. And not only is that for the bedroom, for you know, sex and porn and sexualized, but it's for real life too. It's uh, in Vancouver. I would look at these, these Asian girls that were like maybe 17, 18 years old with these like grown ass white men that were in their forties and fifties and would just, um, these Asian girls would just be, I just did it right now. And just like their posture would be perfect. They would be walking behind him or beside him. Very rarely would they be walking in front of him. I don't think I ever saw that dynamic. And she would be carrying, you know, the best purse that looked like it was like weighing her 80 pound body down. And uh, she would be in this like, like really short dress. Some of them had pigtails, but like usually like very straight hair, um, makeup, and bangs and just super slow usually looking down um and it looked like it was her 
it was his daughter. I, I was watching a show the other day with my mom and this man, he was like fucking 60, 50s, married like an 18 to 21 year old. And he, and they were just like, why did you, why did you do that? He's like, I wanted to marry somebody young and he just got to. And that was like the dynamic that they were showing. And it was just so, it's so common. Youth and is so readily written for exploitation. Ah, oh, it was, it's, it just drives me nuts. I'm just like, I don't understand like these poor girls and, and, and they're groomed to be that way, right? They're taken at a young age on purpose to be groomed, to be, um, this doll for these men to just own and just thinking about it like makes me cry and I know you know you can make the argument that these women just want that but at 17 18 19 what do you know that you want you're not even fully developed yet like you like you don't know what you want regardless of how much you scream from the rooftops i know what i want i am an adult i you don't scientifically speaking you're you're not there yet emotionally spiritually mentally you're not there yet you literally are a blank canvas and it's so it's scary and it's sad and I, I'm getting emotional just thinking about it and I just want to take all of these little girls and just be like I love you so much stop though and and that that like hunter mentality from some men from men it's just gross and I I it's so famous in the South Asian community. It just, oh God, it, it, it just, my cousin gets fucking, anyways, it, it's just this thing that is perpetuated in society and it's just like, okay, like, okay, that's, that's what you do. You know, that's just something that happens in society. Next storyline, please. And I say storyline because that's what it is. That's what it feels like. But it's very real. It's very real. This is what happens. I, I, I don't know. I don't know where I've come from and I don't know where I'm going. I feel like Michael Scott. Um, I think I'm just going to end it. I'm not really sure what this was about. Holy fuck. 40 minutes almost. Um, I love you guys. I don't know if you can decipher this I I want to break all of this down because this is just thoughts out of my dome out of my brain um and I I think I'm going to try to listen to that podcast again that I've been listening that I have listened to for the last 10 years and let me talk about one last thing that podcast was very just to tell you the age difference right and just to, just to kind of confirm my, my process even further, when I was listening to that podcast with those two losers, I was very young. 
I was in my 20s. I was in my early 20s. And I thought they were just like, wow, like, like, so like revolutionary. And their thoughts were so great and blah, blah, blah. And now that I'm older, I'm just like, wow, they're actual losers. They know nothing. And they, what they represent is just this skeevy, gross, hidden part of South Asian culture that nobody wants to talk about, but everybody participates in. And it's so, so, that's, that's, it goes to show, like, when you're younger, you find all of this amusing and it's, it becomes part of you because you are not you yet. Your canvas is blank, so you take on. I really got cut off, but that's okay. Um, I was just finishing off a thought. You take on, so I, I just want to finish it. You take on this um, you that you think is you. And let me let me back up in terms of timelines. Um, I started listening to that podcast in my mid, mid-50s. Wow, oh my God. In my mid-20s. And um, even then, I, I wasn't really sure you know, like if that was okay, if what I was doing was okay. Um, I, I just got to be okay, to be honest. I hit my Saturn return and I was like, okay, this is insane. I started to really recognize who I was, um, very recently and, and really put, uh, and some people, you know, are earlier, some people are later, but yeah, I started listening to that podcast in my mid twenties. And I still didn't know who the fuck I was. And I, you're still a blank canvas in a lot of ways. And a lot of people are blank canvases still. Or, or a lot of people are, you know, susceptible to um, persuasion and influence in, in the wrong ways. And so I thought that podcast was everything. I thought that podcast, whatever their relationship advice was, by the way, they were both single at that time. Um, and whatever relation, which is nothing because I give relationship advice and I'm single. So whatever, that doesn't mean anything, but I'm just saying, um, whatever that podcast was telling me, I was like thinking about it. I'm like, oh, wow, they're like very insightful and they, they're very, um, you know, smart and, and I want to get to know them. And I, I actually, (laughs) I actually messaged the first host and I was like, wow, everything you're saying is so great. Blah, blah, blah. We had like a conversation and stuff and then it just kind of died out. But like, it was very like, I was very impressed. And now I look back at it and even the shit that they're saying now, I'm just like, what the fuck are you saying? Like, why are you saying this? To, and, and I know I'm not the, I'm probably not the audience for them now. It's probably younger people um, that they want to appeal to considering their habits and tendencies online. So uh, it's a very real thing. You know, as, as you grow up, you see things a little bit too clearly. And for me, I know that the next time I'm in a relationship, I'm going to be skeptical. I am already skeptical, but it's going to be, I don't, I don't hate the skepticism anymore um, because I want more. I am more, so I want more. I need more. I require more. Um, and I'm not somebody that, you know, takes lightly to ego and bullshit and inconsistency. Um, but these guys, you know, they can get away with that because they're appealing to somebody that is just as inconsistent, that is just as mentally unstable, that is just as emotionally 
not put together. So they're able to um, get away with their most toxic traits. And that, you know, I'm not even going to put an age, age on that. Um, lots of people are like that. I know women in their 40s that are super toxic. And I know men in their 40s and 50s that are super toxic. Um, people die toxic at the end of their life when they're in their 70s and 80s if you get to be that old. Men, women, they die toxic. I know people that will die toxic that have died toxic. And, you know, it just, it's crazy to me. And it doesn't make any sense to me. And um, it makes me sad. And I want to be part of a generation that, that it ends with me. And I want to, I want to raise daughters where that shit is not passed on where they don't feel like they need to be groomed by anyone else except them. That their blank canvas is not a target, but an opportunity for them to grow and them to write their own story. And that's all I got. I love you so much. Peace.